0: I want to talk about launching out and breaking forth. And we we'll say launch, out, launch out. And out and break out. The objective of this message today is to get you to understand that miracles are never found in comfort zones. Comfort zones are danger zones. And God always moves in great power in the supernatural. Go ahead and tap your neighbor and say, The kingdom of God and miracles are voice activated. Amen. So let's go to Luke chapter 5. Starting from verse 5, many people are familiar with this text. Luke chapter 5, verse 5, going to verse 11. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two ships standing by the lake and by, but the fishermen were gone out of them. And they were washing their nets. Everyone say nets. Nets. Everyone say plural. Plural. I want you to highlight that word nets. Verse 3. And he entered into the ships, which were Simon's, and prayed him that they would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when they had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets, for we're drawn. But this is the key verse. Everyone say, this is the key verse. Many of you probably read over this verse many times, but it's something simple, but it's so profound. And Simon answered and said to a master, we have toiled all night. And taking nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word let down thy what? Singular. Everyone say singular. In verse 6. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net broke break. Everyone say singular. Singular. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were on the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. In verse 8, and when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Verse 9, he was, astab- he was astonished and all that were with him and at the draw of the fishes which have been taken. Verse 10, and Saul... And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they brought the ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Now, the thing, what did Jesus say the first time? Let down thy what? But what did Simon do? He went singular, didn't he? How many people are following me tonight? You better hang on to your girdle, Myrtle. And we'll say, hang on. on. So the other words, if they were obedient to Jesus, we could have read a different scenario than what we were reading. That means they would have to bring out a fleet of boats Because the the provision will be so large that they will have not room enough to do anything else, but because their mind was limited to what they could do, because they were limited to their previous experience, they toil all night long and caught nothing. Everyone say they caught nothing. Now some people are educated beyond their intellects, and you know, as you begin to study this, some scholars said that the reason why they caught fish all the along is because Jesus fished that all, they, he fished that many times, so he knew where the fish were. How dumb can you get and still breathe? That people will argue over the supernatural, the fact that this was a miracle of provision and that the natural mind could not wrap itself around the miracle that was taking place. Everyone say it, was a, it everyone say it's a net breaking, net breaking. Boat, seeking, boat seeking, load of fish. fish. Now, I'm a fisherman, okay? I you know some people say, well, I fish, oh, you know, I'm a fisherman. No, I'm a fisherman. And I'm telling you, I've learned to flow in the anointing, not in the church, but as I'm fishing. And I can tell you there are times when I'm fishing and then the captain say, listen, today I don't know what's going on, but we—you know the, you, I took several clients out before and nothing happened. I said, well, obviously you don't know who's in your boat because the anointing just stepped in the boat. And I pay, I'm planning to have a good day on the water. I'm coming back with fish. Everyone say, I'm coming back with a harvest. Everyone say, every seed that i am sown is coming back with a harvest. Every kindness, every kind deed, everything that I did for Jesus is coming back with a harvest. So I told that captain, I said, you know what? We're going to catch some fish. I'm stepping in the boat. Everyone say, Jesus in the boat. So we went out there, and I said, let me tell you. I'm going to show the captain. I said, I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. It was a, we, we caught snapper, snook, redfish. I mean, we were stacking up fish. I said, Captain, what, what's, what's happening here? You explained to me. I told you what was going to happen. And he's looking at me as a sinner, looking at me. And I said, I told you. I told you the anointing is stepped in your boat. We're coming back with fish. I said, let me, let me show you what I'm talking about. It was the last shrimp. Everyone say the last shrimp. Because you can't fish with no bait. Unless you're fishing with Jesus. Come on. You fish with Jesus. You'll be amazed. Fish will jump into your boat for free. <laughs> so I showed the captain. I said, give me that shrimp. So I put the shrimp, put it on the hook. I said watch this the moment my barber hits the water it's going down it won't catch a fish i said watch this put it on threw it out there boom hit the water they would say it was a big fish and that barber went down i said i told you he looked at me he said man i didn't expect that to happen because I told you that was the last cast, and you got to catch a fish within three minutes. I said, I told you what's going to happen. And then the pastor that was with me, and then the guy that I discipled, the young bucks I call them, the sons in the faith. And I told them, I looked at them, I said, you see what happened? They started smiling and chuckling and saying, yeah, Jesus is in the boat. <laughs> Whenever you're with Jesus, you need to expect a harvest. I said, you need to expect a harvest. See, Jesus said from this day forward, you're not going to just be regular fishermen. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Come on. So that means God is going to take the natural and put his super on the natural and anoint you to do supernatural things. How many people can believe that God can put his anointing on you And when he puts his anointing on you, you would do supernatural things. Oh, can I prophesy a bit? Oh, y'all looking at me like y'all ain't ready. Come on. How many people want me to go in tonight? How many people are hungry for what God is going to do? One thing about the anointing is the more you pull, the more the anointing thickens. You pull with your heart. Everyone say, I'm going to pull tonight. Come on, Brother Big Bass is going to sit there and look at me and just jump on the hook and then he's going to bite. Come on. And I'm going to reel that fish in. Come on. <laughs> so verse 1, the people press to hear the word. Let's break this down. Verse 1, the people press to hear the word. Everyone say press. Yes. Jesus said, blessed are those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be What? Filled, filled with what? Filled with your heart's desire, filled with the anointing, filled with the glory, filled with fresh vision. Everyone say, God is going to enlarge me. So spiritual hunger stirs things up to receive for the supernatural. Jesus wants to move on your behalf, but you have to get hungry. Everyone say hungry. Everyone say thirsty. I want you to think back when the Holy Ghost first touched you. What were you like? You couldn't put your Bible down, could you? You couldn't stop speaking in tongues, could you? Because God was so good to you that you could not not have a moment without him. I'm telling you what, the moment you start pressing in and start getting hungry for Jesus, you're going to do supernatural things. God is going to put his anointing on you so hard. I'm telling you, you'll go around the world for free all because you have the word of the Lord. Everyone say the word of the Lord is all I need because the kingdom of God and miracles and the supernatural power of God is voice activated activated. come on praise Jesus come on come on your water is gonna turn into wine come on miracles are gonna hit your house come on (laughs) miracles are gonna hit your house glory to God hallelujah the drought is over everyone say the drought is over some of you have been looking for Jesus, and you know about Jesus, but he, it seems like he's distant. I've got news for you. Just press in and get hungry for Jesus. Yes. The first sign that you are sick spiritually is when hunger fades. Just like in the natural, you don't get hungry. I don't want to eat. You don't read your Bible like you used to. Don't pray like you used to and the things of God gets mundane. But the more hungry you are, the more thirsty you are. Come on, that's when Jesus is gonna manifest himself to you. He'll manifest himself to you in every area of your life. He'll manifest yourself to you with your children, on your job, whatever God's called you to do. Come on, he's gonna manifest himself to you. I heard somebody talk about talent. So whatever God has placed inside of you will no longer become minimized because God is going to breathe on your giftings and it's going to come to the forefront and God is going to maximize you. You're going to have maximized, sustained efforts in the Holy Ghost. Everyone say one touch (laughs) from heaven is all that it's going to take because I'm fishing with Jesus. I'm going to have a net breaking Boat seeking, load of provision, come on, in my life. Everyone say, Holy Ghost on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Holy Ghost working in you, working through you. Everyone say, get ready. ready. Say, I am ready ready. To to receive everything that heaven has for me. And I got news for you. I want you to break out on some praise and say, God, I receive everything that you have for me. Come on and shout it so the devil can hear you. Come on, somebody. The the devil's been pushing you in the corner for too long. Come on. You're not going to lose. Jesus is in your boat. (laughs) Reba samro ketelamande asan. Oh, I feel my help. I feel my help. I feel my help. Somebody's been contemplating your concern for your family members because you heard a negative report. Whose report shall you believe? Oh, my, 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 the Holy Ghost is here. I said he's in the atmosphere. The devil better stay clear. Sit down. Sit down. Sit, 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 sit. sit down. Sit down. Hey. Glory. Jesus. Hey. Sometimes you got to put some praise on it. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. I want to know who's the people that will prophesy in the face of the devil. When everything don't look like it's going to your favor. And it seems like it's the darkest hour. Just know that Jesus is in your boat. You're coming back with a harvest. You're coming back. Somebody said, Jesus is with me. No, no, we're not missing. We're not missing. Everyone say, we don't miss. Everyone say, we got sniper anointing. That means, see, I like guns. When the crosshairs of eternity is on your target and you speak those things that be not as though they were, everyone say, prophesy, because I'm pulling them nets in. Hey. Hey. Prophesy. It will say, prophesy. It will say, go deeper. (laughs) Say, prophesy. Listen, whatever God has promised you is coming to pass. It's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. That husband is coming to find you. That woman of God is coming to find you. See, everybody's situation is different. But there's no you coming back with a harvest. (laughs) you're not coming back empty-handed because faith always has results. It will say results. Listen, I don't care. I'd rather people not memorize the whole Bible. I'd rather for you to take one scripture and work the word and get results. Our God shall answer by fire, not smoke. What's born in the fire, take you higher. What's born in the smoke remains a joke. So God wants to take you you in the the anointed. He wants to put that fire on you and take you higher in him to every heart's desires made manifest. Everyone say, go a little bit deeper. I'm going to. Amen. Glory to God. (laughs) So what do you have in your possession material-wise and spiritually to bless the work of the Lord? Simon had a boat. Everyone say he had a boat. He had something to work with. Some of you have been overlooking talents because you don't think that it's significant. God wants to breathe on your insignificance to make everything that he placed on the inside of you significant. The moment that you see the significance is the moment when you don't see yourself the way how you see yourself, but you see yourself the way how God sees yourself. Come on, just lift your hands right now. Just say, God, I thank you that everything's small, that I'm not going to remain there, that I'm going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. I ain't going backwards in the name of Jesus. So come on and give God some praise for you stepping off into greater levels of glory. Come on there, church. City wide anointings. City wide anointings. Charlotte, here, thus said the Lord. Send them in north, south, east, and west, sending the fish into this house. Net breaking, boat seeking, ministry. The anointing and the blessing of God is in this house. That means you're not going to stay small. In the realm of the Spirit, I see the parameters of these walls being stretched. I see campuses here. In the realm of the Spirit, I see campuses. Ever say campuses. I see buses. (laughs) Oh, yes, buses coming in. I see the best of the best, babe. I see the best of the best here being shipped in from all around Charlotte. They're coming in here not the way how we think they should come because fish are stinky. They need to be cleaned. They need to be gutted. They need the fire put in them. So they're going to come here one way, broke, busted, and disgusted. But when Jesus gets a hold of them, it puts His anointing on them. They're going to come off this altar changed. Devils are coming out of people. Come on, come on. God wants you to launch out to the harvest. Where are they? They're not in the church. But God wants to anoint you. He wants to anoint you with your giftings to get souls. Everyone say souls. Souls is the only thing that we could take with us into the next life. So, how are important people are? Everything. Everything. Everyone say everything. Okay, I'm gonna go in a little bit deeper. Hallelujah. How many minutes I got left? 39. Thank you, somebody. Verse 3, when God tells you to thrust out, that means he's separating. Some of y'all are going through a separation. Some of the people you got on Facebook, you got a block. Because some of you got secret haters that are jealous over what God is doing with you. But they didn't pay the price like how you paid the price. They're jealous because Jesus is in your boat. And they don't have nothing because they're on the bank of familiarity. Familiarity. But God is separating you and taking you out of your comfort zones because miracles aren't found in comfort zones. Some of you are finding yourself, to, God is saying, separate, cleanse yourself, cleanse your hands, come close to me, draw close to me, separate yourself, and God is anointing you afresh. My God. Everyone say, thrust out. Everyone say, separate he said, launch out into the deep. He's taking you through a process. to say the process. Don't knock the way your deliverance is coming. Some of you got selective, say, God, you got to do it with us. And God said, no, I'm going to do it this way. I'm about sometimes shut doors or anointed like open doors. <laughs> because when God is shutting doors, that means he's protecting you from snakes. He's protecting you from people that has secret jealousy in people that mean harm to you. But what I know is not to cry over a short door because God is protecting me. Come on and lift your hands. God is giving you supernatural protection. He's giving you supernatural protection. Come on, some of you have been discouraged because doors have been locked. He's saving your life. Come on. Just like how he did with Pastor Keith, hallelujah, Hi, Melanie. He, they has got discouraged on the second location. But God shut a door because he got, I said, no, nope, I got something bigger for you. Hallelujah. And so that's what God is doing. He's shutting doors because God is anointing open doors, and he wants you to go to another direction. Launch out into the deep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radical moves of faith. The Radical moves of faith. The word cures toiling. Everyone say toiling. So when Jesus was in the boat, something that the disciples did before was fish. Is that correct? But then something happened when Jesus stepped in the boat. They went from a place of toiling to the place of supernatural empowerment. Everyone say, no more toiling. No more toiling. Everyone say, motivation is, fleeing, motivation is fleeing, but impartation is eternal. Impartation is eternal. Tonight, I am imparting to you that today's days of toiling is no longer going to be in the picture. Because Jesus is in the boat. Glory to God. Jesus is in your boat. No more toiling. Everyone say, no more toiling. toiling. Verse 6, the nets began to break. Material blessing, but also the souls of men. Everyone say, "Supernatural supernatural church growth. I got news for you. The blessing is in this house. I said, the blessing is in this house. I got news for the devil. He can't curse, what God's already blessed. <laughs> and we'll say the blessings in the house. In the house. So some of you got to just sit back and relax and enjoy your joy because the blessing of heaven is with you. And when God is with you, that means the blessing of heaven is with you. Jehovah Jireh. And we'll say Jehovah Jireh. And we'll say else you die. See, when you get a hold of this, that means you'll go into any city for free without denominational backing. They'll put a Bible between your teeth, kick you out of the helicopter, and wherever you land, there will be a church planted. Come on. You'll learn how to prophesy before the fact and prophesy to the chairs to be filled. Come on, somebody. Pastors, I know how to do that. Empty seats prophesy, but so can we. Glory to God. We learned to prophesy to empty seats. Come on. And now in Fort Myers, we're up to three services come on somebody I said come on somebody pretty soon we're going to see that city shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost we're just beginning everyone say we're just beginning and you're just beginning too how many people see these chairs filled come on how many people see them how many people see them weeping in worship how many people see them you can smell the alcohol on their skin as they walk through the church doors but they're lifting hands and say i just need jesus i just need to get to jesus can you see them can you see them can you see them they're in our church we got kids that are sex traffic in our church services And the power of God hit this little white girl. She got hit with the power of the Holy Ghost and God delivered her from rape. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can't tell me God doesn't love people. You can't tell me that his anointing and his precious Holy Ghost wants people to come to him. Lift your hands. I'm going to pray for a fresh impartation for souls that when you look at the person in the the grocery store and at the gas pump, you got the word of the Lord. And you're going to ask them, where would you go? If you were to breathe out your last breath, would you go with Jesus? Or will you spend eternity in hell? May the fire of God fall on you in the name of Jesus Christ. May you burn with the word of the Lord. May the word of God be on your lips. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God wants you to Compare them. Compel them, compare them so his house can be filled. Come on, go ahead and let them tongues loose. Come on, let them tongues loose. Stir up the gift. That was the scripture, wasn't it? It's one thing when the man of God lays hands on yourself, but it's another thing when God himself lays hands on you. Come on no more constipation blocked up, stopped up, been locked up that's what's up, straight up come on, stir the gift up, come on look up to heaven, come on let those rivers loose come on, come on, come on close your eyes come on, we're going up to another realm of glory come on rambo thank you Holy Ghost, thank you thank you, thank you thank you thank you thank you jesus is in your boat when jesus is in your boat the fish come in many colors they don't come always like how we want them but they're coming to you because you have the word of the lord and you got to be willing to say listen let me tell you who jesus is fresh baptism one baptism, Indian feelings. One baptism, Indian feelings. And when eternity is branded in your heart, that means you're not leaking out. Religion makes the new wine turn into vinegar. And all you have to do to be religious is don't do what Jesus said do. Remember, it was vinegar that caused Jesus to give up the ghost. The bitter vinegar of religion and tradition caused Jesus to give up the ghost. So may the fire of God be branded on your heart where you keep the main thing the main thing. That means you're not going to get strange. That means the more anointed you got, you'll become more relatable to people. Amen. Because Jesus met people right where they hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is putting a fresh touch on you. A fresh touch. Everyone say a fresh touch. My God. 30 minutes. And we we'll say both ships, both ships were filled. They were filled with an overflowing increase of fish. Fish are symbolic of souls. When I fish, I see different colors of fish. Not one fish is the same. So that means heaven does not want you to be prejudiced. Because when God drops a national citywide anointing on you. Color goes out the back door. All you see people dipped in is the blood of Jesus. We have a multicultural church. (laughs) And they love me. And I love them. Spanish, white, Filipino, black. Coming together, we worship. You think heaven is just one color? The priest had something called an ephod, and each of the gems were different colors, the so symbol of a different tribes. That was in Israel. And the priest had that ephod on his chest. So that means for us that the fish are going to come in in different colors. But if you're just like that priest that has that ephod on his chest, it says, God, I don't care what color they are. Give them to me. God will give you a city-wide, sh- a city shaken anointing. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? And then he'll give you a national anointing. Everyone say a national anointing. National. That's another realm. Everyone say that's another realm. Another realm. And everyone say an international anointing. Yeah. Everyone say that's another, that's another realm. But each realm, you got to be faithful. Everyone say, Send the fish. Send the people. Send Send them in. Send them in. 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 If I was Jesus, I would have changed Simon's name to Salmon. But he changed it to Peter, didn't he? If I was Jesus, I would have called him Brother Big Bass, Brother Catfish. Catfish and cornbread, pork and beans and coleslaw, (laughs) iced tea. My wife said, cut it. Hallelujah. (laughs) But Jesus knew how to touch base with Peter, didn't he? And what happened with the overwhelming blessing of heaven that came with Peter? Peter saw this and fell down at his feet. So what does this mean to you? Be prepared because his glory is going to overwhelm you. Everyone say, I go from glory to glory to glory to glory. We always move forward and not backwards. So what does this mean for you? Everyone say, make it plain. So what does that mean for you? That means God's goodness is going to meet you in your prayer closet. That means his goodness. What is his glory? That is the goodness of God. What did God tell Moses? I'll cause my goodness to go before you. A lot of people get spooky and they think the glory of God is something else. But the glory of God is really the goodness of God. And he said, i cause my goodness to go before you. So this means you're going to be in your prayer closet and you're going to hear the word of God sharper and it's going to cause you to hit your face because God's goodness is so sweet to you. That means you're going to baptize your knee tap, your kneecaps with tears. That means your carpet is going to have puddles on it. That means your mascara is going to start to run. That means, glory to God, you're going to get ugly for Jesus. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Snot coming out your nose. You prostrate in your closet because the Holy Ghost said, I want a meeting with you. And the reason why he has a meeting with you because of his goodness. Have you ever got that place too in the realm of the spirit where you can't even think of a scripture? It's that his goodness is so powerful and so majestic, you don't know what to say. You don't even know where to begin. All you know is that he's good. Have you ever been there? I don't know about you because I'm on the water. We don't have denominational backing. This is the first time we're actually traveling really like this away from our church. Because God said no traveling or preaching outside of this region for three years. So I said, God, well, how am I going to get money? He said, dig a ditch and fill it. And I, and I, and I fill it. Just prophesy. Don't worry about that. You work for me. So that's what I did. Because we're out on the water, no denominational backing. We have people say, you're nuts. You're crazy. What are you doing in Fort Myers? Who do you know in Fort Myers? Excuse me, I don't work for you. I work for Jesus. I have the word of the Lord. Everyone say the word of the Lord. Somebody say, well, they're going to do this. All they have is the word of the Lord. Good, because it's the word of the Lord that activates miracles. It's the word of the Lord that the kingdom of God gets behind and begins to operate. Everyone say the word of the Lord. If you have the word of the Lord, you are a rich individual. Hallelujah. Peter was on the verge of bankruptcy. And then Jesus steps in the boat, and a supernatural turnaround happens. Everyone say, no plan B. All we have is plan A. That's what faith does. It calls your feet to walk on a substance. It has no business walking on, but God says, go out and step out by faith and go walk on the water. The walk of faith is the most powerful walk you'll ever live and ever have. In the book of Ephesians, we know there's three positions, sitting, standing, and walking. And we know the walk of faith is the walk that produces miracles. I said, it produces miracles. What was the last thing that Jesus did for you that was so profound that it caused you to hit the deck? Somebody said, Pastor, it's been a while. And I said, well, you haven't been fishing with Jesus and if you've been fishing with Jesus, we could come back to plan A and, and get rid of plan B so we could come in and step in our boat. Come on, Jesus. Come on, King Jesus. And we'll say, come on, come on, Jesus. Say, Step in my life in the supernatural. In the supernatural. And we'll say, Overflow, increase. The release of heavenly blessing in my life, in every area, on my job, on my kids, on my marriage, in the church, on my pastors, on the city, in every area. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. The blessing of the Lord, make one rich and ask no sorrow. Everyone say, I'm not going to apologize for the blessing on my life. Come on and let those praises loose. Come Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise is the language of faith. I said, Praise is the language of faith. Praise is the language of faith. So you're saying, Pastor, I haven't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen anything miraculous lately. Well, when you fish with Jesus, and we give up our plans for His plans, then that's when we're going to see the net breaking, boat seeking, load of provision. Are you with me? Everyone say we're going to let down our nets. And God is going to fill them. In Jesus, name. in Jesus' name, we ain't going to step in the natural realm and let down our net, because that's where they missed it. If they would have did originally what Jesus said, we would have read something entirely different. All from one letter, an S. Some of you have been experiencing a drought. You've been prophesying. You're saying, God, where are you? I got news for you. Just hold on to the word. No matter what's in your mind. Everyone say, pay attention. I learned that you can have faith in your heart with doubts in your head. You can have faith in your heart while your mind is doing backflips. But everyone say, miracles are never found in comfort zones. I'm pretty sure Simon was tired. You ever was tired and God told you to do something? And that that means you had to come out of yourself. But you know God told you to do it. Sometimes you had to do what God told you to do with your knees knocking, having fellowship with one another. And your mind is doing backflips. But just know that God told you to do it. And if he told you to do it, that means he's going to show up and show off strong. Everyone say strong. Strong. So guess what? You got to have, you got to be bold enough to prophesy in the midst of opposing conditions. But as long as you hear the word of the Lord that says launch out, and all you need is a word of God. That's all you need. God said, Fort Myers, we left the international, we left the national platform, international platform, a TV platform with our pastor to go to a place where nobody knew our name. But as long as they know the name of Jesus, that's all that matters. Now the city is starting to feel the trembling. Everyone say it's shaking. shaking. See, revival is for the church, evangelism is for the world. But you can't evangelize something if you're dead. So that's why we got to know that Jesus is with us. And as long as you know that Jesus is with us, you're going to have a net breaking, boat seeking, load of provision. Fort Myers will be shaken. And the same word that he's given us for Fort Myers, Charlotte shall be shaken. Glory to God. Everyone say, make disciples. Come on, say it like you got the Holy Ghost. Say, make disciples. Say, multiply. Everyone say, win the loss. Say, win the loss. At any cost. Fort Myers. Charlotte. We got some students. A student there, that's my wife. Say, Charlotte is going to shake on the mighty hand of God. Come on and give God some praise for that. Yep, they're coming in. Everyone say they're coming in. Mm. Everyone say they left off and followed Jesus. That means that everything that was mundane broke off their life from that moment. Somebody said, I'm following Jesus. Are you? Because when you're following Jesus, watch this. Everyone say, watch this. The book on boring, you would never know. If your salvation experience is mundane, that means we're following Jesus incorrectly. Because the moment that they followed Jesus, everything that they knew changed from that moment. Everyone say I'm not going back. <laughs> we ain't camping out on the valley of shadow of death. Somebody said Pastor Daniel, that's where I receive my emails and my my mail. No, say no. Nope. Say we ain't having that. We ain't camping out on the valley of the shadow of death. We walk through it. Who said walk through it? You walk through it. How many people can agree with that? So that means that death is not our portion. That means God has taken us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So when our old life is prophesying, that means nope, we need to turn our back on that and follow Jesus for the rest of our life. Come on and give God some praise, come on. Everything that is mundane is breaking off, come on. That's not your portion, you're coming out. Everyone say, you're coming out. Some of you right now, I can look at you and prophesy God is calling you into the five-fold ministry. You don't see, I, I can see you. Everyone say, I'm coming for you. Yes, yes, yes. Some of you are called to the five-fold ministry. But the thing is, the mundane is speaking and Jesus is also speaking. But you have a choice. Everyone say, I have a choice. I'm going to do what Jesus told me to do. I'm launching out. I'm launching out. Do you know there's people that told us, what are you doing in Fort Myers? Trying to talk us out of it. Trying to talk us out of it. They would say, that's crazy. Now, who was that? Was it them or was it the devil? It was the devil. Amen. The devil will come in the most sincere moments. To try to deceive you and talk you out what God has called you to do. Guess where those people are now? We bypassed them in ministry within the first few months. Hallelujah. And now they're looking on the sidelines watching us play the game. When God puts His anointing on you, it will level your haters. <laughs> Don't think that everybody that gives you a thumbs up on Facebook is really in your corner. Some of you got secret haters looking for you to fall. (laughs) But everyone say, I ain't going under. under. I'm going going over. over. (laughs) Say, I am going over. And I ain't going to fail. Because Jesus is in my boat. He will sustain you if he's called you. If it's God's will, it's his bill. (laughs) Oh, glory. And I'm telling you, God sent us around the world with $500. We've been in remote regions from deserts to Israel to foreign countries broadcast across Scandinavia And we're going to be in remote regions and underground churches where Christians are persecuted very soon. But everyone say Jesus is in our boat. I expect the supernatural. I expect the harvest to come in. I expect the Africans to come in. The Filipinos, the Chinese, the Muslims, the Jews. Every single color of fish coming in because Jesus is in my boat. God is going to anoint you in the crucibles of the fire. Some of you guys are being separated for his purpose. And the mundane is breaking off of you because he's breaking off familiarity. Everyone say, it got to go. I'm boldly going where no man's gone before. Everyone say, one touch from the Holy Ghost. is all I going to need. So, break forth with the provision. Break forth with fresh vision. Break loose of holding patterns. Break loose into new dimensions and break past self induced limitations. Break past minimal results to maximize sustained effort through the power of the Holy Ghost. Everyone say launch out. out. What produced the miracle? Who said faith? That's it. Who agrees with him? Yes. Everyone say, get the word. word. Remember, miracles are what? What Come on. Everyone say, the kingdom of God is? is Come on. Hallelujah. So God is his word. Everyone say, God is his word. God watches over his word to perform it. Jeremiah 1 and 12. God's word cannot return to him void, Isaiah 55 and 11. God sends his word and heals the sick, Psalms 107 and 20. God's word is quick and powerful, Hebrews 4 and 12. God's word is God's power to salvation, Romans 1:16. God made and controls the world by the power of his word, 2 Peter 3 5 through 7. Man partakes of God's nature by the power of his word, 2 Peter 3, 5 through 7. Man partakes by his word, and we are saved by his word. James 1:21, 1, 1 Peter 1, 23. Jesus is called, what? The word, Revelations nineteen thirteen, And we see God through what? His word. So let's get into his word. And the same word that he gave to Peter, he gave to you. It's not a different word. Same Holy Ghost. Everyone say same Holy Ghost. Same Same word. So what's the word for you? I got news for you. When you can't hear a word and you don't have a vision, get behind someone who does. Your pastors. And then God will begin to give you your own vision when you get behind their vision. But your vision won't contradict their vision. You'll be a blessing to them. Amen? Amen. So I got news for you. We must give God's word the same place we would give God if we could see Him in our physically in our midst. Somebody said, "If I was alive during the days of Jesus, I would have saw different results." No, you wouldn't, because Jesus is the Word. Everyone say, "Change our perspective." And God will cause you to fall in love with your word where you won't just operate in one level of knowing Jesus like you used to. You won't just know of Jesus, you would know him personally for yourself. And he will take you from glory to glory to glory by the spirit of the living God. Amen. So I'm reminded of a, of a rocket in the realm of the spirit, and I saw launch out, break out. That's what we, I, I started off. Is that correct? We talked about launching out. Is that correct? And we talked about a net breaking boat seeking load of provision. Is that correct? So in the realm of the spirit, I see a rocket. And there were words that were coming to me, ignition, combustion, thrust, liftoff. Everyone say Liftoff. Lift off. But no rocket leaves earth without fire. And just as we read on that scripture earlier, in worship, hallelujah, suddenly, everyone we'll say suddenly. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and suddenly then it came as sound as a rushing, mighty wind in the field of the house where they were sitting there, appeared to them tongues, like as a what? And it sat upon them, And it sat upon them, and each of them began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. Every name, everyone say every name, name. had a flame. flame. Everyone say fire. Fire. One baptism, many infillings. One baptism, many infillings. We're in the last days where the love of many would grow cold. Jesus is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. we got to fall in love with Jesus like never before. Who is Jesus? Everyone say his word. So the more word you get in you, the more Jesus is real to you. Come on. The more Jesus becomes real through you. Revelation knowledge breeds no deliverance. What? Everyone say, what? What? Come on, that voice. Come on, say what? What? Everyone say, applied revelation revelation. Breeds breeds deliverance. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Come on and give God some praise. Everyone say, lift off. Everyone say fresh fire, fresh fire. Of, the of the Holy Ghost. What's born in the smoke remains a joke. What's born in the fire, God takes you higher. Amen. Religion is terrible, but it's relationship with Jesus that all he wants is a sincere relationship with you. The best offering you will ever give is your sin and your life to Jesus. It's one thing when your money's in the offering bucket, but it's another thing when you're in the offering bucket. It's one thing when you're on the altar, and the altar alters, come on. It alters everything. So that means whatever is not like Jesus goes so Jesus can feel every area of your life. Come on, I don't know about you, But I want him to fill me to the point of overflow, net-breaking glory, and anointing where his glory is leaking. Peter's shadow touched people, and Peter's shadow lived in overflow, net-breaking experience of anointings.